Welcome to Supply Chain Now, the voice of global supply chain. Supply Chain Now focuses on the best in the business for our worldwide audience, the people, the technologies, the best practices, and today's critical issues, the challenges and opportunities. Stay tuned to hear from those making global business happen right here on Supply Chain Now. Hey, good morning. Scott Luton here with you on Supply Chain Now. Welcome to a very special episode. Hey, from our team to yours, we hope this finds you well and you've enjoyed a successful start here to the new year. Now, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about two monumental issues of our time, modern slavery and human trafficking. These travesties harm millions of individuals each and every day. Sadly, many of these folks are invisible to society. But the good news, the global supply chain industry is in a unique position to truly take action and help eradicate these issues. Today, I'm going to be sharing three things you didn't know about modern slavery and human trafficking. Before we get started, I want to invite you to check out a few exceptional resources. First up, Hope for Justice, which is a powerful nonprofit that is on a mission to eradicate modern slavery and human trafficking. They're a proud partner of ours here at Supply Chain Now. They are a wonderful source of information so that you can learn more about these issues that we as a global society are facing. Learn more at hopeforjustice.org. Also, we invite you to learn more about our 2022 Supply Chain and Procurement Awards, where we have partnered with Hope for Justice, Buyer's Meeting Point, and Art of Procurement to create an event that celebrates success across global industry while creating more awareness for these issues that we must work together to solve. I would encourage you to take action today. Nominate your company in one of nine categories. The $200 nomination fee is donated to Hope for Justice, and your company's good work will be amplified in our global ecosystem. The deadline for nominations is March 1st, 2022, and you can learn more at supplychainprocurementawards.com. And as always, big thanks for your support. And let's dive right in to three things you didn't know about modern slavery and human trafficking. So up first on our list of three things that you didn't know about modern slavery and human trafficking, let's attempt to define it. So according to Hope for Justice, Quote, modern slavery is an umbrella term encompassing slavery, servitude, forced or compulsory labor, and human trafficking. Victims of modern slavery are unable to leave their situation of exploitation and are controlled by threats, punishment, violence, coercion, and deception. Human trafficking is a crime that involves exploiting a person for labor, services, or commercial sex. End quote. Now to attempt to quantify just how big these issues are. Get this, the International Labor Association estimates that between 20 million and 40 million people are victims of modern slavery right at this very moment. And according to the Walk Free Foundation, women and children are disproportionately impacted by modern slavery as they account for 71% of all victims. Now when it comes to human trafficking, since the cases oftentimes are even more hidden and go undetected, the full scope of the issue is challenging to accurately state. The powerful nonprofit Truckers Against Trafficking has been leading the fight against human trafficking in the U.S. since 2009. The organization says that human trafficking 
is a $150 billion per year industry. God, that blows my mind. $150 billion. For comparison's sake, the video game market here in the U.S. is less than $100 billion. The smartphone market in the U.S. in 2021, according to Statista, was only $73 billion. The sheer size of both the slavery and human trafficking travesties are almost unfathomable. All right, so number two on our list of three things you didn't know about modern slavery and human trafficking, I want to offer up a few examples as well as talk about the impact. So you can find modern slavery and human trafficking, unfortunately, in every corner of the world. In the seafood industry, thousands of people can be forced to work on fishing vessels each and every day. For example, in Thailand, which ranked as the seventh largest exporter in the world for seafood, it's been alleged that Burmese and Cambodian men have been bought and sold to work on fishing boats as slaves. One former victim told the BBC, quote, anyone who tried to escape had their legs broken, their hands broken, or were even killed, end quote. In the electronics industry, as my dear friend Kelly Barner with Buyer's Meeting Point shares in a recent article, the U.S. State Department has warned for years that thousands of modern slaves may be used to mine for raw materials or used in component manufacturing or assembly or packaging. In particular, when it comes to mining for cobalt, which you can find in every single lithium-ion rechargeable battery ever produced, it's been alleged that tens of thousands of children have been used as forced slaves in the Democratic Republic of the Congo. In fact, more than 60% of the world's cobalt supply comes from the DRC. The global sex industry is one of the biggest beneficiaries, as you might imagine, of modern slavery and human trafficking. A few years ago, the International Labor Organization estimated that there were 4.5 million victims of forced sexual exploitation. Here in the U.S., the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children estimated that one in six endangered runaways reported to them were thought to be sex trafficking victims. In fact, according to Hope for Justice, an estimated 99% of victims in the commercial sex industry are women and girls. But really, no industry is immune. The U.S. Department of Labor has in fact identified 148 goods from 76 countries made by forced labor and child labor. Of course, in recent years, China has made global headlines with what's going on in their Xinjiang province. The White House has stated, quote, We agree with Congress that action can and must be taken to hold the People's Republic of China accountable for genocide and human rights abuses and to address forced labor in Xinjiang, end quote. One final note that I think really represents just how widespread the problem is. According to ethicaltrade.org, and as pointed out by Kelly Barner, 77% of business leaders in a recent survey said that they expected to find modern slavery in their operations or supply chains. Now we gotta change that. And as you know, supply chain leaders and practitioners around the world are in a unique position to do just that. We cannot tolerate the status quo. So all of that brings me to number three in our list of three things you didn't know about modern slavery and human trafficking. What steps can you take? So first off, as many of our listeners know about our mantra here at Supply Chain Now, it's about deeds, not words. Thus, 
Committing to take action on some level is so important right at this very moment. Tim Nelson, CEO of Hope for Justice and Slave Free Alliance, joined us on a Supply Chain Now live stream back in 2021. I loved what he said here, quote, What makes a business good or bad is not whether or not they have modern-day slavery or human trafficking in their supply chain. It's whether, firstly, they've prepared to look for it, and then secondly, what they do when they find it, end quote. Very well said, Tim. And I can't say enough how much I admire what Tim and his team are doing at Hope for Justice. We're very proud to, again, partner with them on our Global 2022 Supply Chain and Procurement Awards. But back to action. Let's talk procurement for a minute. It's a critical aspect of global supply chain's fight to eradicate modern slavery and human trafficking. In Kelly Barner's recent article, she points to three things. One, utilizing supply chain mapping so you know who you truly are partnering with. Two, tier two supplier relationship building. Your supplier's supplier must be part of the conversation. And three, a dogged commitment to ongoing reporting and maintenance. Don't let those initial answers be your assumptions for years to come. On that last point, think of the DMAIC framework, right? D-M-A-I-C, great acronym. Define, measure, analyze, improve, and control. That control phase is as critical to any of the others. You can't just set it and forget it, right? So in a quick aside, be sure to check out Kelly Barner and two of our very popular properties here at Supply Chain Now. Of course, she leads Dow P for procurement, and she joins me each week in looking back at the movers and shakers in our This Week in Business History podcast. Okay, so back to uh, taking action. I'd invite you to check out these resources we've mentioned here today. First up, check out Hope for Justice at hopeforjustice.org. We'd invite you to help support their nonprofit programming as they take on and lead the noble mission to eradicate modern slavery wherever it exists. And also check out Truckers Against Trafficking at truckersagainsttrafficking.org. They also joined us in an interview last year as they gave powerful testimony uh, as it relates to one of the victims that their efforts rescued from a life of sexual slavery. So check that out. We'll include links to both of those interviews and organizations in the show notes. And hey, one final thought when it comes to taking action. I would submit to you that we first must all become more aware of the travesties of modern slavery and human trafficking and accept some degree of ownership and responsibility. So I encourage you to do your own homework and due diligence to better understand what's taking place and its horrible impact. And whether you are a supply chain practitioner or a consumer, we all have a role to play in the solution. And I'd argue that it begins with that pivotal first step of becoming more aware of the problem. Well, that just about does it for today's special episode here at Supply Chain Now. Hey, please remember, get those nominations in for our 2022 Supply Chain and Procurement Awards. It doesn't matter where your operation is based. Companies and individuals everywhere are eligible. Think about your suppliers, your customers, your service providers, you name it. And remember that March 1st deadline. All nominations got to be in by March 1st, 2022. You can learn more 
at supplychainprocurementawards.com. With all of that said, hey, we wish you a wonderful week ahead. This is Scott Luton urging you to do good, give forward, and be the change that's needed. And hey, we'll see you right back here next time on Supply Chain Now. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for being a part of our Supply Chain Now community. Check out all of our programming at supplychainnow.com and make sure you subscribe to Supply Chain Now anywhere you listen to podcasts. And follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. See you next time on Supply Chain Now. Supply Chain Now.